0: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
1: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products
2: Here at the Black Information Network, we know how important it is for you to start your week off energized, engaged, and enlightened. There are always major stories that break over the weekend, and we feel you should know about the ones we are talking about today. So stay tuned for our weekend recap featuring BIN news anchor Mimi Brown. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Jia. Mimi, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. How have you been?
3: I've been amazing. How have you been?
2: I've been flourishing. I'm having a fantastic morning and I am excited to uh, share the news with you and get your thoughts. So let's not keep the people waiting. First up, big news. uh, Wendy Williams, Uh, she has a new diagnosis and now we know a little bit more about what's going on with her. This comes from people. Wendy Williams is publicly addressing her primary progressive aphasia and frontotemporal dementia diagnosis for the first time. In a statement exclusively obtained by People on Friday, Williams, 59, thanked fans for their overwhelming support in the hours following the news. Quote, I want to say I have immense gratitude for the love and kind words I have received after sharing my diagnosis of aphasia and frontotemporal dementia. She said, She goes on to say, let me say, wow, your response has been overwhelming. The messages shared with me have touched me, reminding me of the power of unity and the need for compassion. Uh, Further further along the way, she says, uh, I hope that others with FTD may benefit from my story. I want to also thank the Association for Frontotemporal Degeneration for their kind words of support and their extraordinary efforts to raise awareness of FTD. I continue to need personal space and peace to thrive. Please just know your positivity and encouragement are deeply appreciated. So, yeah, sad news. Um, but, you know, a lot of people were speculating that something might have been wrong. So, you know, how did this one hit you?
3: You know, um, this one is so layered for me. Okay. Um um, I want to start out by saying I've had the opportunity to um, work with Wendy. I come from a Fox affiliate in Los Angeles and uh, Fox 11, and um, we often worked with Wendy hand in hand. Um, whenever she was in LA or she had to do um, a talk back, she would, also, she would always come into our station and, and I would always work with her in a producing capacity. Um, this very last time that I worked with her, she was getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I'll never forget, she was so excited and and, and talking about this was a day she dreamed of ever since she was a little girl. And, you know, say what you want about Wendy, she was a trailblazer. Um, and she opened the door for so much of what we see right now. um and this this what's happened to her, her her condition is sad, you know, it, it's 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 very sad. And I think I think what's happening here, um there's you know, there's there's two sides to this. You know, we have a diagnosis of what's going on with Wendy, but there's also the revelation that, um, this guardianship is very reminiscent of what went on with Britney Spears. Mm. Um, having the bank control uh your guardianship paperwork and and decide where you live, who you can talk to. Her family has no access to her, they can only talk to her when Wendy calls them. Um, it 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 feels it feels like there's something going on here that shouldn't be going on. Yeah. Um they did say, I believe it was, the guardianship was triggered by her son, his spending. I think it was like $100,000 in Uber Eats, $120,000 on a party, and $80,000 in rent. The bank thought that he was taking advantage of her and her 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 uh, mental state and, and things that were going on with her. Um, but she had other family members, a sister um, a niece, everyone who has been fighting for her, and it just seems like for some reason she is back in New York. Um, I think I'm, I feel like I'm skipping a little bit, but she's back in New York. Um, her she her family's in Florida. Uh, she, uh, I guess the question is, why isn't she with family versus being forced to live in New York when there's nothing for her there? instead of being surrounded by family members so i just think there's a lot of questions there's also this two-part lifetime documentary Mm -hmm. that's called where's wendy williams that it it aired this weekend i think that you know so many more questions than answers um from that documentary and so i you know i I don't think we've seen the last of this i think it's still going to continue to play out um there's a lot going on here uh with wendy and um overall, I mean, if you can just sum it up in one, one, one word, it would just be sad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, um, I, you know, I had no idea that a bank could step in and mm-hmm. take control of someone's life like that. I'm, I'm curious what gives the bank the authority to do that. It's not the bank's money, you know, and it's not, you know, who, who knows. But one of the things that I realized about Wendy Williams is that I really only got one side of her story. Um, And based on what I had gotten over the years, she was always kind of the villain. Um, And this, this was before, you know, I I used to watch Fox 11 when I was little. So this is before I ended up kind of getting into like heavy, heavily into music. And I, I remember there were lots of rappers that really had a problem with Wendy Williams. One in particular was Method Man, who comes to mind. There was tons, but mm. I remember Method Man um, having an issue with her because she sort of exposed his wife's cancer diagnosis or something like that, and that his wife was wearing a wig. Uh, or some, something, something like this. And, and it was very um, hurtful because Method Man was saying, I signed up for this. She didn't, you know, and, you know, he's just very, very upsetting. And and that type of story time and again with a lot of people. Um, and so she was always the bad guy. Well, recently, obviously, because of the, the press surrounding her, um, I started to kind of take a look at she really was and I I, you know you you started off by saying she's a trailblazer and I think that that is as appropriate a term for her so maybe she was controversial Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's some people that are saying okay she's getting what she deserves and you know whatever but the truth of the matter is that as you mentioned it's it's very sad Um, and just another footnote from uh, from from what I understood is that the timing of the documentary and the announcement of the diagnosis, I think it's just coincidental. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that was was planned because I, I believe the whoever the guardian is, the guardianship filed to block the the, uh, the documentary from um, airing and Lifetime ended up uh, winning. And so it just happened to time out, you know, because they, they didn't want her to be embarrassed, I, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know the stories there, but it's it's just interesting. I think I'd, I like how you called it layered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hesitate to, because I don't want to talk bad about her. I don't know her. She's never done anything to me, but I, I just know one version of her, you know, her names in songs and, you know, over the years, and it's just, you know, I've never heard anyone speak positively about her because of, you know, I was just kind of getting one side of it. You know, I was a, you know, backpacker hip hop, you know, that sort of guy. And, uh, you know, again, getting the other side of this story, kind of knowing that what she had to go through to get to where she is and to be as successful as, and to make her name matter, to get a, a star on the Walk of Fame as a Black woman, that's, you know, you can't ignore that. So, um, so yeah, it's, 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 it is a sad story. So, you know, here we are. Moving on. Uh, this comes from the Black Information Network. A judge has ruled that a black student's supervision, sorry, a black student's suspension over his locks hairstyle doesn't violate the Crown Act. And I remember we covered this story uh, on the BIN heavily, um, especially me, because I have all this hair. Anyway, uh, on Thursday of last week, state district judge Chap Kane III <laughs> said... The dressing and grooming policies set by Barbers Hill Independent School District in Texas don't violate the Crown Act, which prohibits race based hair discrimination at school work, uh, school and work, per NBC News. Uh, The ruling comes after Barbers Hill High School student Daryl George was initially pulled from the classroom in August of 2023 after school officials said his locks were out of compliance, falling below his eyebrows and earlobes. George's family argued his punishment violated the Crown Act, which became law in Texas in September of last year. The school claimed that the Crown Act doesn't address hair length. George, a junior, has remained in in in-school suspension or at an off-site disciplinary program since August. His family filed a formal complaint with the Texas Education Agency and a federal civil rights lawsuit against the state's governor and attorney, uh, an attorney general, along with the school district. The district also filed a suit in state court. Um, requesting it clarify whether its dress code policy or hair length violates the crown act Thursday's ruling aligned with the district's claims that its policy doesn't discriminate against George for his locks but merely prohibits him from wearing them at a length that exceeds the dress code quote the crown act does not render unlawful those portions of Barbers Hill dress code Kane said Thursday uh Candace Matthews the spokesperson for George's family said the verdict left George in tears quote all because of my hair George said, according to Matthews, quote, I can't get my education because of my hair. I can't be around my peers and enjoy my junior year because of my hair. Matthew said the family has vowed to not, quote, lay down. They would continue to fight, unquote. And they are planning to appeal the decision. So um, <laughs> I think I can imagine your thoughts, but let's hear them. <laughs> Fire away. Um,
3: you know, this is this is what we mean by institutional racism. Um, You know, it's uh, it's it's. This is it. it's the the thing that caught me the most is the literal definition of so the crown the crown act. Mm-hmm. So when you when you look and you do more research about the crown act about the crown act, um, it does not mention length. Right. It is it is implied. I mean, anyone with natural hair knows that. You know the the if you can twist it or if you can you know lock it up whatever it is it has some some link to it mm-hmm. and I think um, there are just some people in this world that are going to look for what they can find in order to um, undo something so um, you know it's it's it, it, I, I, This gets me so upset. I'm so sorry. It just gets me so upset because Black people, we deserve to show up as our full selves Mm -hmm. without punishment, without criminalization. You know, this young boy just wants to go to school. And here we are talking about his hair. Um, I think that, uh, you know, they want to talk about the length of the hairstyle and that it's inappropriate. But um, it's 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 it's. It's it's implied in the Crown Act. And and so I think when we as Black people, when we're when we're when we're crafting these laws, we have to be careful. And it's sad, but we have to be careful in that we account for everything, every loophole that one could find. And instead of inferring about length, maybe there needs to be a line about length because I I think that there are people who are going to go looking and digging to find the loophole in which that they can create problems like this. You know, and so that's where we are with this. This is, this is, this is clearly a violation of the Crown Act. Um, But this is, this is clearly also, again, a way of, you know, our racism today in 2024 is very different. You know, we may not be, you know, in in the fields or, or, you know, picking cotton but we are still very much held to certain standards and this is this is what we call institutional racism this is the way for them to continue to try and hold you back from learning or try to hold you back from being all that you can be by finding the one loophole in 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 the law basically
4: yeah yeah yeah.
2: so it it, in other words it ignores the intention of the law and, and 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 focuses more heavily on a technicality. And I exactly. that. I think though, that there's, I, I don't disagree with you, not at all, but mm-hmm. I think there's probably a another element here worth considering. Mm-hmm. Black history and black, pro-black education, I'll, I'll call it that, doesn't really exist in the formal education channels in this country, which most people go through. Um, and as a result, you end up with blind spots in your values and in your interpretations of the law. And it is very easy for someone to, make it all the way to a you know a judge right to that position and rule against someone who is wearing a natural hairstyle because they have blind spots due to their lack of education right mm-hmm. so this judge who passes down this ruling is not perhaps aware of the significance of locks right um this judge may not have been educated uh about rastafarianism right and as a result this judge might make a judgment with a with a gaping blind spot something that we can all see and appreciate but the judge cannot right and so it might be ignorance and it might be hate, and it and it might be both, right? Um, but I'm thinking it. I'm I, well. What I want to do is propose because it's it's like it's Texas. You know, and these people are like any, anything they can get away with. I'm sure. But for me, I want to I want to err on the side of caution, just in case it's ignorance. I think that this makes a case for Black Studies, um, Critical Race Theory. But really, it's American history. Um, you know, in fact, I learned about the significance of black hair and braiding styles and braiding patterns um, because I was taught American history and there was a focus on black history. And then we had to figure out some of the connective tissue between black Americans and black Africans and uh, different tribes would braid their hairs in different patterns And that would symbolize what tribe they were from, things like this, right? So that's just one thing, but there were lots of things, including that suggested that these things were more than just a cool hairstyle. These were cultural, right? Now, I wonder if this same judge would have ruled against a Sikh person the same way, right? A Sikh person is a person that, doesn't cut his hair i believe it's you you don't you don't cut your hair in, in your lifetime right so Sikhs have beards and long hairs and they wear them usually they're wrapped up on the top of their head um i wonder if if this if that would violate this school's code of conduct um and i wonder if i would right you know this is the land of the free right and my hair if I let it down, bear in mind that George's hair was worn up. Okay. It was worn up. It was not, it did not fall below his ears. My hair does not fall below my ears. Right. But if I pressed my hair, let's say I had to wash it and press it and Mm -hmm. go through it and take care of my sisters do this for me from time to time. My hair goes past my shoulders. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like it, but it really does. It's, Mm -hmm. you know,
3: I can tell. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just, Mm -hmm. I look like, (laughs) I got pictures I'll show you anyway I wonder if I would violate this act because my hair is meant to be worn like this but indeed the length is longer than that and and if they're teaching these kids if they're teaching these kids how to grow up and work for somebody how to grow up and conform and they fly the flag in front of the school of the land of the free then I think that they have a personal conundrum that they have to deal with on their own uh sounds like you want to jump back in please
3: i i have to say this i and i don't i was trying to look for it but i cannot find it but i the principal of the school said something about him not being american and if he wanted to be american then he Mm -hmm. needed to conform yeah yeah Yeah, with you know america and for me when you bring up america and you talk about black people you are saying you need to be you need to do it like we do you know how Mm -hmm. basically and so for me I think, especially in Texas, whenever you invoke the word "American," you know, and and we've got the judge. You know, we we don't know. You know, you made a good point. We don't know. You know, his thought process. But I think anytime anyone is judging from an American standpoint and a, that American standard, you know, it's how values, Trump yeah. can how Trump can you know rally up the troops by using the word "American." You know, <laughs> um, you 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 put yourself in in a box of what you think or they think America should be and look like Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Um, this young boy said that they don't do this to anyone else. He said, they don't do it to the Mexicans. They don't do it to um, Indians or, or anyone else. He did say that, you know, he said it was just him. So I'd like to surmise, you know, If it were you, you know, you might be in violation as well, you know, at some point, depending on if you go to school like that. But the moment you say, "Okay, I want to wear it a different way, or if you even braid it down and it passes the length that's appropriate, you know, that rule would hit you too. mostly, Mm -hmm. mainly because of the color of your skin.
2: Yeah. Yeah. okay. And I'd go with that. But here's the thing. His with George and I mentioned this, but he he wore his his hair was locked, but Mm -hmm. he wore it up. It, was, mm-hmm. it did not fall below his ears, right? And, and, you know, I wear my hair up. This is the way my hair is meant to be worn. It, if I get out of the shower, it's a lot longer than this. But when it dries, it looks like this, right? Okay. So in order for me to have an Afro, which is indeed a protected hairstyle, a natural Afro that grows out of my head, right? Locks are protected too. But in order for me to have them, they cannot exceed the bottom of my ears per the school's policy. And he was wearing his hair up and Mm -hmm. I'm wearing my hair up, I guess, or not wearing it down, depending on which technicality you want to go with. But this is the style. And indeed, he had the style and it occupied more or less the same space Mm -hmm. that my hair occupies right now. However, my hair is protected and his isn't, Uh, you know, because they'd have a tougher time making a case against me, even though if I wore my hair down, it would technically and be in violation, the same as his, but he wasn't wearing his hair down. And I think that, 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 matters. And that, I think that's the part where I was like, I need to give you this because there's the technicality that there's they the use, technicality. So, right, yeah. right.
0: This show is sponsored by better help. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash B-I-N.
4: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. The Black Information Network.
0: I think it's caused us really to focus on
3: the equity and inclusion piece, and not just the diversity piece. Celebrating Black History.
4: Then
2: the die is cast, as I said. We're not asking; we're saying this is the way it's going to be.
4: And now, making sure that yeah, that was a first, but it won't be the only time that that's happened. We want to make sure that we can continue to do new things because our story continues.
2: BIN News brand anchor Mimi Brown is here with us discussing the weekend's major stories. All right, this comes from Essence. And just like that, it's over for Portia Williams and Simon Guabadia. In an exclusive obtained by People, the reality TV personality filed for divorce from the businessman after a little over one year of marriage. The news came after they obtained court documents filed by The Star. It also comes as there have been stories spreading online about Gwabadia's past with bank and credit card fraud connected to his early years in the country in the late 80s and early 90s. Gwabadia him, uh, seemingly responded to the resurfaced information with a photo of himself smiling alongside the caption, I de camp no shaky in Nigerian pigeon. That basically means one is fine and nothing can shake them. That said, a source told the publication that the split is, quote, unrelated to recent allegations involving Simon's past and is an ongoing matter, unquote. The couple who recently looked head over heels in love as they celebrated their one year anniversary last November, wed in 2022 with both an elaborate native ceremony and an even bigger traditional white wedding. This breakup seems abrupt, but one never knows what people are really dealing with behind the scenes. Now, I'll be honest I'm not familiar with either of these people. (laughs) So we're just going to, you know, we're going to go with what you know this time. All right. (laughs) Sure. Sure.
3: Yeah. yeah, Basically, after 15 months of marriage, they are uh, filing for divorce. They had three wedding ceremonies. I mean, very lavish living their life via Mm -hmm. social media. So they kind of just let us all in all the Mm -hmm. time. Um, I want to say last week they were on jet skis somewhere, you know, and then. A week later, you hear that they're filing for divorce. Now, I don't know what to believe, to be honest with you. Um, You know, a lot of news broke last week, as you mentioned, about um, his past and bank fraud, identity fraud, uh, not being able to gain citizenship, using fake names to stay in the country. Um, You know, all of those things, which, you know, I would assume that Portia knows. Um, But then... As we continue to dig a little deeper, there were articles that came out even over the weekend about him not being able to pay his portion for a private jet owing close to a million dollars. So there seems to be money problems. Now, now that is where I would say um, she may have thought something was more stable and maybe it wasn't and and... Now she's getting out because, you know, maybe he lied in regards to the finances. I have no idea, but this is really abrupt. You, you know, what they put on for social media, you would think that they. Um, are so in love and life is beautiful. Um, but also Portia has just signed back up for another season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. She did not do last season. So this could very well be a storyline. I just don't think we know, you know. Um, it's just I, I think it's one of those things where it's just kind of too too early to tell, too early to call. I I I I am, you know, they had me fooled so it seems like they had a lot of people fooled this took this this was like breaking the internet when it it hit because you know um as two people who share their lives on the internet and um millions of followers and people who who look um you know at their lives and and they share it via bravo and and peacock and all their their uh, series you know you kind of feel like oh wow okay we know them and then we didn't see this coming so We'll Hmm. see. That's, 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 that's it. Like, you know, I think this is going to play out on the next season. It's going to hook and sink and, and have us watching to see what goes down.
2: All right. Well, now I know why, uh, I am not entirely (laughs) familiar with these folks because I have never seen the real housewives of Atlanta or indeed the real housewives of anything. Yeah. I'm not a big reality Yeah. I'm not even a big TV person, to be honest with you. I watch the news and that's really it. So I, a blind spot for me, but Chris Thompson wanted us to talk about it. I'm sure our listeners appreciate knowing about Portia Williams and, hang on, <laughs> uh, Simon Wabadia. Um, so, so yeah, but forgive my ignorance. Uh, and I appreciate, of course, you being here to <laughs> bridge that gap <laughs> for me. Uh, but, yeah, I wish them both well. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, moving on, our final story. This comes from the Black Information Network. A Fox News host is facing backlash for suggesting that former President Donald Trump will win over Black America with his new sneakers ahead of the 2024 election. Uh, according to TMZ, Fox News's Raymond Arroyo said Trump's limited edition sneakers will garner him more favor with Black people because, quote, they love sneakers. Uh, this is connecting with Black America because they love sneakers. This is a big deal. Certainly in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching out to them on a level that defies and is above politics, unquote. This is what Arroyo said on air. Um, A thousand pairs of Trump's never surrender sneakers, which cost roughly four hundred dollars each, recently dropped and quickly sold out. Detroit rapper Peasy appeared to agree with Arroyo's comments, saying on social media that he endorses Trump and that he is looking for a size 13 in the sold out sneakers. Uh, Expletive deleted Joe Biden. I'm rocking with Trump, uh, Peasy said, adding expletive deleted Kamala Harris. Uh, And then he goes on to say free Trump. All right. So um, did you think these shoes were as ugly as I did?
3: ugly (laughs) ugly i mean are you kidding me it's like the emperor's
2: new clothes i'm like do you not see this tiger came out with some gold shoes and i mean i could rock with those but these is (laughs) so bad so bad yeah yeah anyway go ahead
3: (laughs) no (laughs) i just i just we have real issues going on in the world and i think that if we don't wake up and take our, our issue seriously, this is not an issue. You know, this is not, um, you know, I would like to give, and I do give black America more credit just being lured by shiny things. Um, in this case, sneakers, especially Trump sneakers. Um, now I don't know who, what did you call them? Little peasy? Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know who that is either. I don't even know who that is. Okay. But you know, we, we, we have, we live in a place where things are sensationalized that one um, statement will go viral and it will Mm -hmm. perhaps speak on the behalf of, of in their mind, so many people, but no one I know has, or have ever met thinks that these sneakers are the thing to do. Um, You know, it's, it's, it, but, but this is how some think of us. This is how some think how we think this is, this should be a wake up call. You should do the absolute opposite of this. This should, this should trigger you to go out and vote and to make your voice heard and not, you know, when people think that, oh, I can just lure the black community, especially the inner community uh, by, by giving them a, a new pair of shiny $400 sneakers you know, you need to go out and, and say, no, we, you know, we have families. We, there are, there are things that we, that we need, that we are voting on that matter to us. Um, And, you know, I think Michael Steele said it, said it, said it very well. He said, it's almost as if they're saying the quiet part out loud, yeah. you know, and that's exactly, that's how they think, but they said it out loud. And the fact that they said it out loud, you know, let this be a rallying cry for us. Like, no, this is not. This is not all it takes, and that's. And I think that's why we don't have the the voting power. Like we're we're fighting to be have you know what we want to be heard because they don't take us seriously. This is yeah. this is what they think. So let's yeah. use this. Use this as fuel to be like, no, you know. Yeah. So that's well, my
2: thought. I'll leave it right there. <laughs>
3: exactly. Like, can I just add one Please, small detail? Okay. You know, when I think of these shoes, you know who I think the people that would have them on, do you remember diamond and silk for Trump? Like those. Oh yeah. Would be the two the that two would, black
2: folks that would yes. wear the shoes. Surely. Would would
3: wear this. This is, if that's what you're, you know, who you're talking about, maybe because you yeah. know, there's that, a thousand. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but the not. but, but the rest of us, us conscious black folks? Yeah, with you know. eyes. Yeah, yes. with the gift
2: of sight. Yeah, <laughs>
3: exactly. And exactly. even that,
2: just the, the more I wouldn't stay at a Trump hotel. I wouldn't, you know, I would just, I just of support that. the man. He's not a good person. No. I'm, not, I'm not a big Joe Biden fan, of course, yeah. but, you know, I, I know. I know bad men when I see them and I do my best not to support. And so that part, yeah, we'll leave that there. Um, These and more stories, of course, can be found at BINnews.com. I'd like to thank you as always for coming on and sharing your insight and your thoughts. Once again, today's guest is BIN News anchor Mimi Brown. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are,